Hello everybody and welcome to the show that you're listening to right now. I don't know what it is, it's the Twitter. Episode of Hits We Did You Mean It. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Broussard, aka Black Rocker on Twitter, also known as Lord Black Rocker. Lord Black Rocker on Inst Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. Also Snapchat. I'm not just me.com is the website. This is You Tweeted, You Mean It. Episode 98. I am on the thought loop with the word Dalit. This is episode 98 Dollop. Maybe if I search it and leave it in my Google, I remember it at the end. I feel like this ordeal may make me remember it. But also, why don't we go through this other exercise to reinforce... Oh. That's about Dollop wrong. They're like, do lip. We got lips. Uh huh. Dollop. Shapeless mass or blob of something, especially soft food. Add casually without measuring. Ah, that's a good one. A verb. If you use dollop as a verb, it's to add casually without measuring. Um, today we started off ready and oh, we started off with a song. I think I'm losing the format of this show a little bit. Definitely. We started off with a song from Hot Hot Heat. Uh, I think the album is self-titled. Yes, it is. Self-titled album from Hot Hot Heat. Uh, Song was Comeback of the Century. Like I said, I am losing the structure of the show. I feel like the tarot deck is not as necessary these days, which is possibly why I forget about it sometimes. 
but also it feels like a cool staple. Like every set, you flip a card and that's cool. But like sometimes I forget to flip a card. Or sometimes I'll be obsessed over where I did, if I did or didn't, when I will be able to, when it won't be weird to be like, okay, I'll flip a card for this one and then flip another card for the same one at a later time and will I recognize the mistake? Will there be a mistake? Will mistakes be recognized? Is this a courtroom is the main question. So structure, well, instead we say structure is not stable. Instead, we pass judgment on structure. Therefore, maybe judgment should not be passed on whether or not the tarot cards are an important part. Instead of passing judgment, we shall ask the Alistair Crowley Toad deck what it would like to say right now to the audience. Now, Scrotothek, how would you like to say hello? An inward defeat. Number five of swords. Swords are intelligence. Intellectual defeat, maybe. Is that what it's saying, hello? It's like hello and goodbyes. <laughs> Although we do have stuff ready and on hand, including three stand-up sets and five tweets. I was kidding, but like, there really are three stand-up sets and possibly only five tweets. It's only given me a calendar day type thing. <clears throat> okay, the 26th. That's when we're starting. It's saying four days ago. Apparently the 26th was four days ago. The last podcast was five days ago. You normal business week. So we're going to do the, the tweets and the stand-up in order of how they happened in real time. Much like most other episodes. I don't know if it was explained on the other episodes. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Also, slight revision. I realized I was saying concentric a bunch. And the word might actually be concentric. Concentric sounds way more new agey though. You know, if we want to change it to concentric instead of concentric, you know, like, you know, maybe somebody did change it and I'm just not aware of the change. 
but also subscribing to it. Like I'm some type of hunter the monkey syndrome. I'm on the wavelength of the connection of humanity. Tapped into the Akashi records, into the internal library, flipping through copies of... <laughs> I was going to name a weird book. You get it. First tweet, check out my latest podcast. Episode 97. And we've got a 10 minute stand up set from December 26th. It's probably pretty good. Also, the sound looks to be good. We're, we're getting good vibrations. We're, the blue waves are coming in strong. And they come in stronger when I play music and shit. So I can get a nice tone for the volume of the show. The last episode was weirdly quiet and loud at the same time. Like four times, like 
This shit sucks, it stinks. It's making my skin dry. It's probably got chemicals in it to kill poor people. <laughs> like, I used it, I used it again and again, and like, after about the seventh time, I was like, oh, I just don't like the smell of cucumber. <laughs>
My guru said it was true. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. But I feel like if I judge myself about... You guys ever judge yourself? I feel like if I judge myself, I will not stop talking about it forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just gonna have to live with it. I'm just gonna have to stick with it. Truth is hard, you know? You guys ever believe in the truth? <laughs> truth is a hard pill to swallow. You know, I, I tried to believe truth. I gave it a chance, you know? But then I saw a commercial truth put out. Truth put out a commercial, and they said smoking was killing our pets. Did you see this shit? <laughs> Teens from smoking, Chief wants to show us that smoking is killing our pets. That's fucked up. Fucked up, Chief. Not only did they say that, they had a visual, a visual aid of a, a cat getting cancer in like 3D x-ray. Once you go into this link, you're going to snuff films of our beloved pets to push your agenda, true.
That was a Corey Mack show in Mandeville. Interference Sports Bar. I forget what the, the name of the comedy show itself is. It might just be... I don't, know if it has, I don't know if it has an official name. I know it's Mandeville at Interference Sports Bar, hosted by Corey Mack, Wednesdays. Uh, it's a real cool spot. Uh, flip a card about it. Alice Kelly Tech, what do you think about that set? <laughs> Flipping Outward Depression, <laughs> number 10 of Wands. Although I recently have, uh, not recently, oppression could be pointing to the good or bad of oppression. I don't have to go negative and say I was very oppressive with that set. Maybe I was setting people free, or maybe I was very oppressive. Who knows? Tooth deck doesn't. It just says shit. It doesn't know what it's talking about. It's been defeated intellectually. <laughs> you tweeted you mean to Tooth Deck. Or, ow, my side. I really enjoyed that set. It was a cool one. The night was cool. Set was cool, the audience was cool, music I played was weird, played like some sad soundtrack. <laughs> I think the next set, oh wait, next we got tweets. We got tweets from four days ago, no, three days ago. And we also got to delete this stand-up set. What is it? The 29th? It's December 30th. We got 28th and 29th. So yesterday and the day before I have sets. Yesterday was Saturday. The day before was Friday. The next set is going to be Voodoo Lounge. And then the next one is going to be BJ's. But now we get to the tweets from three days ago. Oh, shit. Three days ago, we have Instagram picture craft, Instagram picture aesthetic. Inst oh, wait, no. I like the video. Bro Panic. Special guest. Shri Master Gano Grills. Mind Control in the Death State. I'll play a little Brother Panic. This is, once again, Brother Panic. As Bro Panic. And special guest, Shri Master Gano Grills, Mind Control in that State, Movie Programming, from Sinetta University. 
It's an hour video. We're gonna start 23 minutes in. Nasty son of a bitch took him out, <laughs> and we feel we, and, and of course, I feel that way too. But me acting on it, even by wearing a black hood or eating Skittles, is actually me and me participating in the ritual that they created. And, I, and we get sucked into this. That's our mind control problem. We get sucked into it because we know we're right, but they're not looking for right or wrong. They're looking for your participation. So once you start to. Uh, uh, Disassociate yourself from the emotional connection to these things, which are hard. These are your boys. These are your people. Once you do that, what you'll see is a different form of energy and power starts to come in you. And it's one that actually you'll find that humanity is actually your bitch. Not the, not the, we're following humanity and we'll go crazy. But once you deal with, once you change the guard frequency, humanity was born out of it. So you kind of put your mother or your father online and then humanity follows. My ego, sure that now, now it's easy to say. That was a cool blurb. Going to 42 minutes in. So I respect that. I'm not trying to convince someone who says, look, all I want to do is eat grilled cheeses or well, knock yourself silly. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to convince you. You got to hear something in the frequency when I'm talking. So I, so I don't even know how to convince you. You know what I'm saying? You have to walk through the door convinced. And you can catch me, occult lectures, brother panic, easy to find, easy to Google. We're at a point now, to be quite frankly, uh, where anywhere I choose to go, the crowd will come. So if I decide to go to New Orleans, so no one has brung me in for a while. I've stopped that because it's really not necessary. I could just go because we're in a place where we're talking directly to the audience. So, so I <laughs> urge you email my sister, Sis Reese, S-I-S-R-E-C-E at Gmail and let, let her know if you want me to be at your city. When we collect enough, we show up. All right. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. All right, my brother. Yes. This nigga shouted out New Orleans and shit. <laughs> if I want to go to New Orleans, I'm going to go to New Orleans. <laughs> uh, good times. I feel like this is going to be a good clip. We're on 54 minutes in. Can do is go with the proofs. And, you know, I've seen more with Flat Earth than I've seen with Round Earth. Round Earth. But in the end, so what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You still got the same troubles. Well, you know, we prove it's all flat. We're still going to work at Wendy's tomorrow. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> you know what, to add to that or the piggy bank on that, you know, uh, all of us, whether it's Flat Earth or Round Earth, all of us are here together. And, you know, the bottom line is until you can really come up with a way where you're not imprisoned by the theory or the reality or whatever it is, whatever you decide to call it, the reality is that we're all here together, number one. And number two, I think the impetus or the agenda should be how do you escape how do you get your consciousness out of this zoo? Because that's what it is. You know, there are worlds where people don't kill. 
people don't lie, people don't steal, people don't confuse or malaise each other. So uh, until we get to a point where collectively our planet can do that, we're all pigs in a blanket, you know. And also what, what I understand about Flat Earth, um, it's another divisivity. It's another way to, it's another thing to introduce to people to distract them from what actually is going on. But I do believe that the dimensions are flat uh, the third dimension is flat. It's like that movie, um, The Gods of Egypt. Did you see that? Yeah. And there was a part where uh, there was a long line right before you see there were gods that are saying, what do you offer? And the lady came and she said, well, I only have this. And they waited and it didn't. And then she went into the duat. And then there was another person that gave riches. And that was really analogous to the offerings that he gave to his ancestors and to the gods and the rich relationship that he had with spirit that allowed him to go into the divine world. So what we saw with that, we saw a revolving door that was flat. That was a dimensionality that allowed people to enter and exit. And I, I personally believe that the dimensions are what is flat. And that's what people are describing when they say flat earth. You know, they are flat. I've seen it personally. I, no speculation. I've seen it. But see, I urge not to tell what I think or I believe. Oh, uh, I, what I I believe, I think people have the ability to see themselves. There's nothing in me that's not in them. Right. So when they want to find out what it is for themselves, to be comfortable with themselves, they always could find out. But those are, those are facts. I mean, um, like I said, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. We're still in this particular situation together. Is the situation in a more holistic way of thinking, I think we should think. Whether it's flat or round, you still got a problem that you need to deal with. And that's enlightenment. That's right. And, you know, ultimately, all of the distractions, I think coming together is the main that's the main or should be the main objective for number one I that was brother panic and special guest Shree master gano grills putting some shit together from the flat earth and also from death and like the idea of consciousness and shit <laughs> And two days ago, we got an Instagram picture wrecked. And uh, I liked the video, Martin Kenny. Geocentric sacred geometry. Mathematics of the meteor matrix. Mathematics of the mother matrix, my bad. Martin Kenny, geocentric sacred geometry. Mathematics of the mother matrix. going to start this from oh this has a lot of words hi my name is Martin Kenny I'm a student of flat earth geocentric science cosmology astrology anthropology and spirituality over the last few years I've dedicated my life to trying to rediscover and share the true secrets of who we are where we are and where we're going Yeah, this video is a lot of written word, I think. It's uh, 39 minutes long. I'm going to go seven minutes in. As we expand our radius of comprehension into the 
fruit of life, we discover the famous graphic known as Metatron's Cube. An illusion of the three-dimensional platonic solid centric circles relate to the Alright, I went back to four minutes in. This language called sacred geometry. It traces right back to nature's first pattern. If we count out one radius at a time from any of the centers of nature's first pattern, we find the possibility of concentric circles expanding, expanding all the way into infinity, all sharing the same center. The first circle out from the center in nature's first pattern is traditionally called the germ of life. The second circle is called the seed of life. The third circle is called the flower of life. And the fourth circle is called the fruit of life. As they expand, each of these four circles share specific qualities and yet each holds ever more potent sacred geometric possibilities. The germ of life creates numerous graphic possibilities, including a six-point star, the hexagon, and equilateral triangles, two of which form the archetype known as the Star of David. It even brings forth the famous peace sign. The seed of life, the second concentric circle, holds all the possibilities of the first plus more including the famous archetypal form known as the yin-yang, perfect symbol of duality in general, and specifically projective and receptive energy, also known as gender energy. The seed of life also holds the famous Kabbalistic graphic known as the Sephrothic tree of life, which is so multifaceted that it can be contemplated for lifetimes and has been. This brings us to the extremely important flower of life, the third concentric circle from our chosen center. It's very obvious there's really a lot of fascinating mathematical possibilities, scientific possibilities, within this thing called sacred geometry. It's a bunch of pictures of the flower of life geometry. Each of these archetypes is a layered possibility of the same sequential geometric energy, and each, in its own way, points to the transcendental nature of this pattern, nature's first pattern. The original circles in nature's first pattern both naturally enlarge in size and naturally reduce in size, creating a never-ending circular and spiraling dance of contraction and expansion all the way into both macrocosmic and microcosmic infinity. The infinite matrix of two-dimensional sacred geometric possibilities is the root conceptual architecture of the universe. The fruit of life is a flat plane, a conceptual plane, and yet it hints at the third-dimensional plane. That is truly significant. As we expand our radius of comprehension into the fruit of life, we discover the famous graphic known as Metatron's Cube. An illusion of the three-dimensional platonic solids, the tetrahedron, the hexahedron, the octahedron, 
the dodecahedron, and the icosahedron are all to be found inside this one graphic form known as Metatron's cube. That's really mind-boggling. As these concentric circles continue to expand beyond the fruit of life, ever more complex possibilities evolve. I have created thousands of mandalas and graphics based on the archetypes of sacred geometry, both directly and indirectly connected concentric circles. And these experiments have proven to me that this study is literally limitless. I think we just listened to five to seven minutes of a video inside of a video inside of a podcast. I don't know who that guy was that was talking. I guess we could find out. I started four minutes earlier. Let's go three minutes. Concentric circles. Oh, two minutes. We went one minute, 45. three minutes. So one of the truly wonderful things about sacred geometry is that you can actually see it all around you. When you have the eyes, when you can see, you can see. And when you can see, it's all around us, in us, through us, everywhere, at work, omnipresent, omnipotent. It's a very, very beautiful thing. You want to see a clear... The guy's name is Charles Gilchrist. Charles Gilchrist. Manifestation of sacred geometric principle called concentric circles. Toss a rock up in the air and let it fall into a pond. Kadoosh. Concentric circles. Very beautiful. There are numerous examples of concentric circles in nature. 25 minutes in. Mainstream science today calls this the point of singularity or the great attractor. Um, many cultures called it different things. You, you find that the gods or the creators in all cultures always are in threes. They're always in threes. So three is the magic number of creation. So these are the building blocks of life. I prefer to call it um, electromagnetic pulses of sine wave or frequency which is basically a star. This is the first star. God is a star, creation is a star. Right? At different frequencies, at different levels of consciousness, etc., etc. The first order of business was to create a home or a hub or a shell where it would experience life separate from the whole. They needed to create a world where they could express these three things. The cycle of birth, experience, and death. Because those things don't exist in the void, in the car, obviously, because that's infinite potential. So the first thing they built was this, a tourist field, right? A shell, to shell themselves from the void, from the car. They're now independent, they're now separate, they're now experiencing life outside the hole. Now in that void, by the way, in the car, there are many, many other universes 
and many, many other expressions of experience that are different to us. So this is not unique. We're not the only shell or egg in the universe or in the multiverse. There are many, many of these. So they created this egg, as many cultures called it. Um, the Vedics called it the Brahmanda. Uh, the Norse mythology, they called it Ymir, the god Ymir, was expressed through the god Ymir. Um, in Greek mythology, it's the Orphean egg. Um, in uh, Kemetic e Egyptian uh, mythology, they called it the, um, the Apep, the serpent Apep. And it's always depicted as a snake or a serpent which is energy. You see a snake in ancient mythology, it's always expressing energy, okay? So this is the torus field, electromagnetic torus field that was built. And inside, you've now got primordial waters, it's empty. This is when the Big Bang happened. So when mainstream science says the Big Bang happened at the point of singularity, there's some truth in that. What they're not telling us is that that singularity and that process is a conscious, intelligent creation it is not a random um, uh, process it's not something that I have wrapped randomly it was intelligently designed so now we've got a womb right this is the womb of creation this is now the universe our universe okay in Vedic cosmology you've got um, Brahma Vishnu and Shiva creator sustainer and the destroyer and by the way that that holy trinity basically is where the meaning of life is birth experience and death that does that that is the the blueprint of 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 existence as we know it those are the three things we all know for certain there's no debate everyone is born everything's created everything lives and everything has to die and will die at some stage it is also worth mentioning that death is never permanent okay death is never permanent if we're all stars like i said um stars never die stars are energy energy goes and lives forever so what we truly truly are lives forever however the experiences that we have in their different forms have to die at some stage which is what reincarnation is so you are born in this body in this life in this age at this time you live and you experience um, whatever you're experiencing at that time but that must die. That experience must die for you to experience something new, which is what reincarnation is, which is the point of life. Because you have to learn from that, you grow from that, you move on. And you see that with, with everything, with a tree. A tree um, grows, it lives, it bears fruit or whatever, um, it dies, and then the next season, it grows fruit again, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. And it, it never, ever dies. So death, permanent death, does not exist and never will because everything is energy and energy is infinite like i've said all this came from infinite space time and matter infinite meaning forever martin kenny geocentric sacred geometry mathematics of the Mother Matrix. Alright, back to two day ago tweets. Instagram picture, subscribe.
retweet of I'm listening show at I'm listening show. A lot to unpack here. Let's see what happens tonight during Byron Bruce. Added my own last name. A lot to unpack here. Let's see what happens during Byron's session. It's a show called I'm Listening. And that's my next recording is from that show. It's a really cool show you'll see though. Instagram picture nocturnal. Oh, apparently you'll see right after now. Let's flip a card about the tweets. Those are some cool tweets. We had Brother Panic talking about Flat Earth. You can see it for yourself, but really expanding your consciousness should be priority. Coming together should be priority. Don't let people pull you into the perception war of good or bad. Really find out like you can keep your energy to yourself until you can flip the switch and realize you are from the more energetic potential area area coming into the less potential energetic area <laughs> you come from the whole into the parts instead of the parts to the whole which is paraphrasing what was said during the videos then we get onto sacred geometry concentric rings concentric rings sacred geometry if you knew this the shape of the cosmic egg martin kenny is talking about if you saw the visuals of the video then you would understand better what's being shown and portrayed audio wise it still it still breaks through because he talked about I forget how the how it started. Where it's like you do one circle and then you do circles outside the ring of that circle? Or is it like you do one circle and then like for every No, I don't know how it goes. I don't know how to draw it. seems to be a bunch of circles really close together but then they're also overlapping because other circles are close together but they only overlap a certain number of times feel like this is an easy equation I need to see it again back to cinder back to cinder oh man I never finished the secret doctrine Metric principle called 
concentric circles. Toss a rock up in the air and let it fall into a pond. Kadoosh. Concentric circles. Very beautiful. There are numerous examples of concentric circles in nature. Tree rings are a perfect example. Tree rings are like a slow motion version of this waveform phenomena. Each ring marks the passage of an entire year. Another trip around the sun, another ring, another trip around the sun, another ring. It's like a language, like the tree is talking to us, telling us its life history in these rings, like chapters of rings. So how does this natural possibility of concentric circles relate to this language called sacred geometry? It traces right back to nature's first pattern. If we count out one radius at a time from any of the centers of nature's first pattern, we find the possibility of concentric circles expanding, expanding all the way into infinity. It's got six circles. It's so hard to see it. Go back 10 seconds, YouTube. Okay, here we go. It's so hard to tell. I know what I need to do. I need to Google nature's first pattern. He says it like it's some type of real name. Dollop. So there are videos for nature's first pattern, the definition thing. From above top secret we get nature's pattern. It's supposedly the first thing in existence as in before there was anything. First there was consciousness and that was the three. Three, what? Oh no, I gotta go to the page. And that was the three dimensions up, down, left, right, forward, backward. This is why sometimes I like to say we are God, nor 
or one with God. What's he talking about? He got two stars. Oh no, I accidentally got into some preaching. Sacred geometry preaching. My phone keeps telling me about events happening. It's like, hey, look, you're missing out, dude. Events are going on. I feel like I was leaving the structure, but the this structure of researching during the podcast is is something I am accustomed to and that I enjoy. We're gonna go with the shortest one. Might be the same video that guy just coined that phrase. I think it really is the same video. Okay, here we go. Two circles of common ideas. Four points. Four circles of common ideas. gotten really confused but I'm enjoying the music so apparently it's just circles with the same radius all the circles have the same radius Like there was a point where it showed an animation of it being drawn out a circle and then it was like this is the radius and then it was like from the point 
from the midpoint of the circle that you a circle but it's like how do you measure that circle like it's with the same radius but then like after there were two of them it drew two circles at the same time like an, an S curve and I was like holy shit what radius did it take that one from so I don't get why I guess it's a math thing is what uh, it's gotta be it's gotta be like a math thing otherwise like why would a person just draw a bunch of circles around each other like how do you point where you're at there's so many fucking circles <laughs> Anyway, I've strayed so far from the point trying to explain how these this picture of circles relates to the cosmic egg version of Earth, Martin Kenny. Either way, don't get pulled into the right or wrong of it. Just know that your perception is your own. You grow yours. No, I'm just kidding. There is an actuality, but also only you can come to it which is cool with the audio stuff I can be like yeah this is the answer and then you have to go and see it for yourself that's a pretty cool process let's see what the Astrocolitothe thinks about the process I'll shuffle a little bit more even though I've been shuffling a bunch Astrocolitothe what did you think about them tweets we get an outward knight of cups. Cups are water, emotion. Knight of cups. Pretty cool. Somebody shared my Facebook post. I'm not sure what Facebook post that was. So I am very curious. I have eight. Checking Facebook posts. It was a dinosaur one. That one's really good. Uh, Twitter. No. Voice recording. I think it would be alienating my audience, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy to do as a 
comedian with comedians in the room. You can get up on stage and be like, anybody ever tell a joke? <laughs> anybody ever been on this stage? <laughs> Is anybody out there by our group side? You know? Just ask real specific questions to what I'm doing in the moment. Right now, what I'm doing is being me. You guys, I think I might be a flat earther. <laughs> Anybody else out there a flat earther? Anybody else get tricked into being a flat earther? <laughs> it was real bad, you know? Like, I went through a whole spiritual journey. I felt like I hit my peak maybe six times. And now I'm at flat earth, and I'm like, fuck! Be like, 
man searching for woman to have orgasms to save humanity, you know? A woman searching for man to have orgasms to end world hunger. That'd be great. Wouldn't the government could track it? We know the government loves looking in on that shit. It'd be great, it'd be great for everybody, you know? People would be having like sex magic freely. The government would be looking at it and be like, oh, these people are trying to end world hunger. Did they do it yet? And then the other guy would be like, no, they're still fucking. <laughs> that would be cool. Fucking tight. Fucking tight. I feel like I'm gonna end this uh, with uh, my best joke from Twitter. Uh, you guys know me, you know I love my tweets. I have a podcast called You Tweeted, You Mean It, where I reread my tweets over and over again. Like my, my best tweet ever is, uh, do you guys ever hear two dogs having makeup sex? It's rough, rough, rough. <laughs> Thank you guys, I'm not understanding. <laughs> Headphones on, but the real answer 
tune out into the astral world where you cannot hear anything that's going on in the physical. How do you get yourself to the astral world? I'm just curious. Like, how do you tune out? Is that a mantra or a... What the, the psychological term would be disassociation. So, like, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, just give yourself a mental disorder. show I'm listening brought to you by Isaac Kozell and Andrew Heelan at the Voodoo Lounge Fridays possibly the last Friday of every month possibly just Fridays who knows it's definitely on a Friday it was a good show it was a cool set what the uh, the show is is Andrew Heelan and Isaac Kozo are therapists and stand-up comedians do stand-up sets and then immediately sit on a couch for a therapy session in front of a live audience. And they allowed me to tape that therapy session. It's a really good show down in New Orleans. I don't know if I ever say I'm in New Orleans. I say I'm in New Orleans. We know that. There are enough context clues to figure out where I'm at. If you listened like four episodes back, pretty sure we describe it. Used to do jokes about New Orleans. Then I said, Brother Panic, you pointed out New Orleans. There are evidence. There are breadcrumbs. We have breadcrumbs. 
Okay. This is the part where I'm like, did I do the flip or did I not do the flip? Which I'm pretty sure I did not do the flip. Because I've been talking this whole time. I had to introduce... I had to... I'm trying to say the word for introduce, but like after... After you've already done it, then you introduce it after. Was it like not a... What's the thing of... What's the thing of pre... And there's pre and then there's suffix? <laughs> no, prefix suffix isn't what I'm thinking. There's pre-workout and then there's the after-workout. Uh, Pre-meum. Pour. <laughs> Pre-heat. Defrost. D. Deintroduce. I had to deintroduce. I'm listening before I flip the card. It was a must. So I was scrolling to the day. What did you think about that set? We get an inward ruin. Number ten of swords. Inward Ruin. I guess I could feel that for the end, shouting out the prophecy and shit. I mean, the prophecy is like, prophecy is like, it's not like my prophecy, or it's not like my guru's prophecy. Although it is a little bit, but like, it's more of like a, a shared prophecy. It's more of like the insider's prophecy. But in these times, places like Secret Energy are working towards the insiders being more public. I'm just going to say that as a preamble before we get to the goods. Back to the tweets. We got Inner Ruin intellectual-wise. Which could be the opposite, of course. I like the video. Sage of Quay, Radio, Martin Kinney, 2020 in the Bronze Age, December 2018. Mm. That's good What I was saying was that's good water before it was completely interrupted. We're gonna go twenty-seven minutes in. And um, the information because knowledge is power. So once we have knowledge, we can empower ourselves to make um, informed decisions and to prepare ourselves. Not always physically, but it could just be prepare ourselves mentally psychologically, emotionally, as well as physically. And that is all that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to prepare myself and anyone else who resonates or, or yeah, resonates with this information. And if nothing happens, great, we're gonna be healthier, right? 
and we'll move on from there and see where it takes us. But if something does happen, thank God we were prepared, right? Well, that's what I was going to ask you because you're being very bold. You're putting dates out there and uh, stepping forward and saying this is a likely scenario or a possible scenario. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you just answered the question because I was going to ask you what happens if nothing happens? Because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to listen to you and I. They're going to say these are two crazy dudes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about this stuff. So, you know, what happens in your mind if uh, if it's just, you know, December 21st, 2020 through the 24th or the 25th? It's just like any other December 21st or the 25th. Um, what happens? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. We, there you go. <laughs> life goes on. Life goes on. And we continue to ask questions. We continue to seek for answers. We continue to try and figure out what is going on, where we're heading, where we are. And we continue on the journey. So I'm not too worried about being wrong about anything at all. Um, I'd rather be prepared and wrong than unprepared and wrong. Right. So I'm willing to take the hit. If nothing happens and people attack me and say, see, told you, the sky's crazy, nothing happened, life goes on as usual. So what? So what? Life goes on. Uh, we're going an hour 11 minutes in. And he had come to the same, the cosmic egg and all that, he had come to the same conclusion using language. So he decoded the language and then he, he, he figured out, you know, the different lands in Eden and Ether Den. Okay, there's a place called Eden, the Garden of Eden, must be at the center of the earth. So he hadn't seen any of those videos. So when he saw the videos, like, oh my God, this guy, how does he figure this out? You know, he must be doing the same thing I'm doing with language. So when he came to me and I said, I've, I've never done this language, I've discovered this in my own route, my own way, it was a beautiful moment of realization that there are many, many routes um, to Rome. There are many streams to the river, yes. um, to the ocean. It, it all leads to the same place. So we came to the same truth using different routes. So it was a great confirmation for me. Well, that's why it's important for folks to be doing whatever research they're doing, genuine research, that they do that and they specialize in it and they they dig deeper because what happens is exactly what you have just told us, Martin, there's a convergence at some point. So somebody be working on something and they come to a certain conclusion. Somebody else is looking at something else that's completely different, but they reach the exact same conclusion. And so then what happens is you bring these together and the more of these pieces of the puzzle that you bring together, the more validation there is that we're most likely onto something that is uh, truthful, something that's far more truthful than what we have been taught or shown or conditioned to believe. So um, that's why I don't agree with uh, some of the truth movement out there, just to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. When I don't want to hear the tangent. I don't really like most of the hosts. It's a thing of mine. The people who interview these people, they, they always treat them strangely. Strangely, but they might be friends or whatever. We're going an hour 45 min, minutes in. Describe him by his matter, right? You don't see the energy of that person. 
Now, in places like Eden, where they are consciously a little bit more ahead, they see the energy before they see the matter. So in Eden, um, like I said, they don't see matter first, they see energy first. So they see things for what they really are, their true form. So things like gender, there is no gender in Eden, not in the way that we see it. Right? So gender is a construct, male and female, these are iron slash bronze age constructs. Once we reach the silver age, golden age, those things start to peel away and fall away. So, for instance, something as simple as sexual intercourse. In this realm, the code of conduct is for life to be created, for energy be, to be exchanged, that energy we call the energy of lovemaking. There has to be a process called a sexual act. And that sexual act has got a protocol, it's got a code, there are certain things you have to do for that to happen. Now, when you are in a different realm, like Eden, in a higher dimensional realm, sexual intercourse is not the same. It's not a physical thing anymore. It's now an exchange of energy. Again, because there is no sex. There is no male, definitive male or definitive female, which is why I say God is not a male nor a female. You know, you hear that a lot. God is androgynous, right? God is not a man or a woman. And that's where that comes from. So in Eden, for instance, this is something else that me and Josh came, we figured out, and this is also hidden in a lot of the um, occult knowledge, esoteric occult knowledge. Um, the Baphomet represents that archetype of these beings in Eden. That's why it represents. It's a goat. Why is it a goat? Because everything begins with Aries. Aries is the first sign. When I show you on my... Pausing it here. Going to go 159. I should go a little deeper, but I'm going to go here too. Let's go 205. At some point, the host is going to start talking about his own stuff. It looks like Martin Kenny's still listening. So I moved on to 209. Hopefully the host is done sprouting his madness. The roots no, he's reach not. He's not done. far and wide. It's like an octopus with its tentacles. It's all over the place. Like, it touches the everything. It controls about? everything. Um, what type of picture is that supposed to paint? I don't even want that on my podcast. It's like a tentacle. It's got like roots and it's reaching around. It's touching everything. Everything's under its control. Like that's not cool language. Let's see what he's so, saying though. Uh, everything that they have in place, or everything they plan on doing, is cause and effect. Every cause has an effect. Every effect has a cause. Everything. It's it's very. In a way, it's brilliant in the way the whole thing is designed uh, because, like you said, problem, reaction, solution. They, they have a response or an answer to everything. Yeah. Sooner or later, there's a response and there's an answer to everything. And, uh, and not everybody's going to like it and there are going to be people that will and there are going to be people that are in between. And that's, that's what's going on. That's the dynamic that's in play. Whether people want to accept it or not, that's your call, but based upon the work that I'm doing, that's what I see going on. Uh, it's really a very, very elaborate 
I don't want to call it a game because game is probably not the right word, but for lack of a better term. System. Yeah, a very elaborate system. Thank you. That's in place. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Millions and millions <laughs> of touch points. Yep, yep, yep. We yeah. know about and this. And the ones, the unfortunately, this is the saddest part of all of this, is I like the way you worded the term. It's going to be a negotiation. And that's what it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be a negotiation. And it's almost going to be like, you know, it's all going to get worse. Things are going to culminate, you know, leading up to the event. I think the world's going to get darker, more yeah. confusing. Things are just going to get more crazy. And they're doing that on purpose to make people, back people more into a corner. And then when the event happens, that is when it's really going to hit the height of madness, mm, craziness, chaos, everyone on earth. And then out of that, that is when they will... The Classic Antichrist siren in the will come in with a new solution. The being from Eden, the being from video. Eden, will come in and go, oh, hang on, guys. Let's let's negotiate. Let's try and sort this out. Let's try and calm all this down. What is the problem? People will say, oh, the problem is the monetary system. You know, it's not fair. There are rich people, poor people. They'll say, all right, we'll end that. Let's have one currency. Yeah. People will go, oh, actually, yeah, we'll have one currency. That way there's no poverty. We won't have this. All right. What else is the problem? Wars. People are dying for nothing. You know, we're all going to war. Well, to end that, let's have one army. That way, we can't fight each other. You've got no one to fight, right? The only people we're protecting are each other or ourselves from other beings. People will go, oh, yeah, that sounds great. What else is a problem? Oh, this whole thing of gender and race and pedophilia, it's gone out of hand. We're all for, you know, live and let live, but this has gone too far. All right, so maybe we'll cancel all these other things that are too far, but can we keep these? In between that, there'll be many people, unfortunately, most of them, the religious people, who will refuse any of those deals. They'll say, no, we don't want any of it. We want to go back to the Bible. And those are the people who will be locked up in the FEMA camps. Those are the people who will be arrested. Those are the people who will be called dissidents and crazies and... They're not willing to negotiate. We're trying to make the world a better place. What, what, you know, why are you trying to disturb the peace? You are disturbing the peace. Everyone else in the world is in agreement, but you're not. You need to be locked up. Yeah, it's like reorientation camps. I hate to say that, but... Exactly that. Another area where they will probably raise a flag of people is, you know, medicine is too expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's too costly. Uh, you know, we don't have cure... On folks, it's it's larger than right has left the station and spending your time. What should you be focused on? Is it focusing on things that are just inevitable to go outside the box? Part of the problem that we have in the reality that uh, because of that process, reality, that darkness, to making that connection. Because once you make that connection, what happens is things of you that many people have abandoned. Yeah, uh, because they just focus on the physical world and the issues of the physical world. But we're not just physical beings. That's the thing, you know. So you're only, as I've said in so many other shows, when you do that, you're only playing football on half the field if you're only focused on the physical people. And so yeah. what I found, I found that I'm much... And there will be three tiers of people, like I always say. There's going to be the first tier of people who are going to say, if this is true, I'd rather die for my Jesus. I'll go to these camps. I'm never letting go of Jesus. I'm never letting go of the Bible and the truth in the Bible. In fact, we're told in the Bible that we're going to be persecuted. Many Christians will tell you, 
I'm prepared to die and suffer and be tortured for my Jesus and for my God. I will not let it go for anything or anyone. That is what's going to happen to you. You're spelling. I'm not willing to accept either of those. You know, I don't want to be tortured because I don't agree with a lot of the things. But at the same time, I don't want to compromise. I'm too far ahead to compromise those things because I don't want to live in a world like that. Because I'm not, you know, I don't sync with it. So what is the other alternative? And the other alternative is to move on. Right? So this is where I am. For me, staying behind in that Orwellian world, even though it sounds nice and it's utopian, for me, for where I am, I don't think I'd be happy in that world. I'm not willing to give up some of my freedoms to gain some of those good things. Right. Neither am I willing to die or suffer standing for what I believe in. So the alternative is I've got to move on. My code has changed. I've got to go to where my code is in sync with. Right. Starting to get in sync with. So that is Eden. I now know where that is. And that's most of us who don't feel like we belong here anymore. We don't feel like... I've got a sneaking suspicion that I've played most of that video on the other episode. There's a weird thing going on with Martin Kenny interviews where there's like three different people who post the interview. So I can never tell if I've heard the interview until I'm like in specific moments. And I think as palate cleanser Oh, that was one day ago, by the way. That was like yesterday. I liked that video. I liked the video, Cake the Winter. Oh, I accidentally liked my own tweet. I unliked my own tweet. We're going to do a little palate cleanser.
I'm like, that's totally fine. We were in the bathroom. <laughs> but like, I hear an iPhone camera flash. <laughs> yeah, like three times. <laughs> and I'm not one to talk in the bathroom, but for the sake of the bit, I was like, dude, are you taking a dick pic in there? What's going on? And he responded with, no, I'm taking a picture of my epic shit. <laughs> I thought it was questionable, you know, like I was thinking, I was putting the pieces together. I was like, three different angles on shit? I don't know. <laughs> Seems suspicious. <laughs> you know, I can hear a bunch of toilet paper and he like runs out of the bathroom, he didn't flush. So of course I gotta investigate. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there was toilet paper, so I flushed the toilet and like twirled around. And there was a dildo in the toilet. Oh he was taking a dick pic. I caught him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't treat me. You know what I'm saying? Those poop noises weren't so classic. He was doing butt sex. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's totally cool these days. I don't know if you heard of open carry dildos. You know, it's totally fine. You take them into Barnes and Noble with a book. You guys are like uh, Walgreens a lot also. I'm just going on a chain thing, you know, like I'm trying to get sponsored. I'm going to get picked up by Barnes and Noble and Walgreens. Walgreens is so legitimate though, it's so cool, like the lights are bright, you know, and like it's open 24-7 most of the time. Like, I'm a night person, so that's awesome for me, you know? I go in there, and there's, like, a security guard. It's cool. It's safe and shit. You can talk to the security guard about cool, non-illegal things, you know? Like, hey, sir, I found a cool parking spot. I definitely didn't smoke weed in my car. And I do not have weed in my pockets right now. You know, cool, non-illegal things. It's like 36 lanes in there, you can't get lost, it's awesome. It's like a, like a wonderland. <laughs> I was in Walgreens one time, I walked in and there was a dude at the checkout counter. And like as soon as he saw me, he was like, I recognize you. And I was like, well, hello, how you doing? <laughs> and then he was like, I recognize you, you were running from behind my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, black man always back. seem to have a white though. I know, right? I was taken back, and then like he pointed at me. He was like, "You've got blood on your jeans." Great. Oh, oh, so at that point, I had to say something. You know, like I didn't want that going answer. And I was like, "Sir, denim is made so you don't have to wash it every time you wear it." <laughs> you know what I do with my denim? You know, you ruined my time at Walgreens. I didn't even buy anything that time. How hard it is to ruin Walgreens. But like before I walked out, I felt like I had to get him back. I looked at him and I was like, Sir, have you ever heard?
where two dogs having makeup sex. It's rough. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sliding door exit. Uh, 
sometimes I like to ask my audience like rhetorical questions and shit. You know, like just just like you guys ever try to like end the set, you know, like you guys ever like be on stage around like the last moments of your set thinking like how are you gonna end it? You know, like you guys you got you guys ever like have a moment of clarity where it's like this is how I'm gonna do it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just real specific questions to what I'm doing in the moment, you know, I like to like alienate my audience and like, you know, like looking for myself, you know what I'm saying? You know, like it, it, anybody out there buying Bruce Sarge? <laughs> you know, that's just what I'm doing, just being me and shit. Thank you guys for buying Bruce by Jay Funny. I have now gotten through all of the stand-up. All we have left is the tweets from today. Oh, look at possibly being anything that's in the tweets from today. You know, look at what could have possibly happened earlier this day. Ten hours ago, I liked a video, Mindfulness, Secret Energy, 29 Keynote. Oh, 2019, excuse me, not 29. Alright, this was a live video. We're going to start 16 minutes in. I like to give seven his intros. It's a two hour video. Do what we need to do. We need something to do that through. We need something to unify us further and to get us into that beyond and let this electromagnetics continuously bring us together. So, with that being said, just know we had this for next year, but we did everything that we could to bring it here to you right now, and we feel that it's more than enough. And you've already seen these expressions, and I'm sure you're already just still dialed into that beautiful presentation our brother Halo put together, that video presentation that we just saw, which displays to the world what we experience every day whether it's ambassador training, whether it's a secret energy chat, wherever we are, that's what we're experiencing and that's what we're doing. But now we're opening up and we want to share it more.
I want us to take a moment and just think about I want us to think about what it is that we want so much in life. What is it that we truly enjoy? And I want us to start seeing that these days there's a lot of manufactured happiness, which is not even happiness. There's a lot of an idea of what it takes to restore ourselves and what it takes to connect with who we are, but truly that cannot be done unless we're actually doing it, physically doing it. In every single expression, in every single way that we interact in our lives, that we make that our energy and we make that our current. And when we start thinking about current, when we start thinking about power, we realize, especially many of us that have walked the path and the journey of the energetics that have been pushing through this planetary system, we find that it's not even trying to find it. It's trying to hold it. And thus, because of the holding of energy rather than the dispersing of energy and the continuous fluid movement of energy going through all of us, we're experiencing some traumas. So we know because the problem cannot exist without the solution, then we're ready to reverse what could be holding us back, which is division. And we're ready to push into a higher level of a unified cause. Why? Because when you have an immense level of power, but not enough beings to distribute it through, you get a meltdown. So now we want to equip every single person on this planet with what they are going to need to connect to a massive energy source that is going to bring this planet into balance. But what is the reward for something like that? What is the reward? What do we really want? Have you ever had the time your friends that you, you know, you grew up with? You know, some of us didn't even have friends that we grew up with, but some have. You can remember those friends and going on explorations and adventures. And you remember when you were a child how even running and things that you may consider a chore now were so fun. How characters were created and something was given life that was inanimate. Just a simple stick, a leaf, or a rock. As we grew older, the things that we desired changed. And we became locked out of finding joy in the simple things. So truly, I can say, after trafficking this multiverse, that the greatest connection what truly brings me happiness and fulfillment that can be made is with your brothers and sisters. And this is so powerful because we've been looking for a space that we can connect with each other. And now 
that space is here. See, what we're going to introduce today is just another upgrade. But what we were able to accomplish by even creating this, it's already been done. And so I just want everyone here to imagine so that we can bring that imagination into the physicality us all together and being able to create at our greatest magnitude and our uniqueness. And this is what we're developing, a conduit for that. Now, I can say for sure that we're all connected. I mean, it's simple math when you really know what's going on. And then there's this other thing. It breaks down as something simple. If you have a lot to do or something heavy to carry, isn't it always better when you have somebody there with you? When you're going through this turbulent situation or something that you may be braving like a fear, isn't it always amazing when you have someone there? It's almost like the fear doesn't even exist. So there should be no fear in what we're about to face in this world because we're together. And it's not just together because you could think right now, well, I don't know if we're together. We're still arguing and all these things. Nah, we're together. That's just how it works. And so the more we learn to come closer together and to eliminate time, that's what we have to think about here. We always give a time for something. Oh, I'm getting myself together. I'm about to do it. But at some point, just like we said, hey, December 30th, what? You got to give yourself the ability to get out of time and say, now, we're going to do this now. And so that's what we did. And that's what we did. Was that 20 minutes? No, no, I... I got to start it at 20-something, 15. I started around 16. That was like five minutes. Alistair Gurley, Toth Tech, what did you think about the BJ's set? We flipping outward the tower, number 16. The tower. Trump card number 16 also I wanted to say this is weirdly because I forgot to flip a card and talk about the set there was the deodorant joke that I forgot to put in I got lost out of the spiral because like everything was going so well that I was like, is this how you put deodorant on? Am I doing it wrong? And like it wasn't funny at the second and everything else was so funny that I was like, oh shit, I got to get to the next part real quick. But then at the end of that, which was rushed, Like, that's my metaphor for life. I usually stick with the women with the small amounts, small increments of time. 
And then I went on to the next joke when I should have said, or I could just be doing life wrong. Is this how you do life? Do you do it like up and down, then up and down, then up and down, then side to side, then around the perimeter? Is that how you do life? And that would have made it scientifically sound and wholesome, but also the set itself was the tower, so that's cool. Back to Seven Bomar. He's releasing. This was a ramp up. He's releasing technologies. Here we go. Now. Oh, hold on. Here we go. We are 23 minutes in. Think about we. Okay? Because we has started to exist as this idea of multiple things that are all separate. And that's the beginning of the paradox. Because they kind of are. All of those separate cells in mitosis, but one big bubble. <laughs> We're all together. And that actually creates uniqueness. That gives us the space that we need to develop. That is exactly what this planet is. But now, it's time for it to take on that next stage. It's time for it to fully go into the energy that it was designed to truly carry. Some may call free energy. Now, free energy is not just gizmos and gadgets and things laying on the table. Lots of windings and coils. and That's not the only free energy. I like that too, though. But there is a free energy that we may have been ignoring. And that's how we feel around each other. That's how we smile and how we laugh when somebody is joking. That's how when we give someone something that we knew that they wanted or needed. Let me tighten up my mic here real quick. <laughs> All right. All right. Take a little bit of water here real quick. There's no rush. You know, it's today. It's the 30th. That's why I didn't hit y'all on the 31st. I know everybody be trying to figure out what you're going to do on the 1st. This is now, now you have an actionable. Once you walk away from this, your mind is be, will be completely transformed. You'll be completely aligned. You'll have something to roll right into, into the 31st when you meet up with your family and friends and really tell them and herald to them that, yes, indeed, this is a new time. And we have remembered who we truly are, not just someone stuck in a net, a fish stuck in the net, struggling to get out, stuck in the body, struggling to get out, but actually something ready to go within. See, when you're trying to get to space, oh, I don't know if I want to get to the moon, but I'm going to buy my trip to the moon. <laughs> but really, your moon is already inside. And so I also want everyone to really, really, really dial into this is about us coming together. That there is no separation. A lot of what you're seeing here in this geometry of the torsion field, which is the key to free energy, shows you that there is a place for everything. Up, down, left, right, black, white, light, dark. All of the variations, there is a place for everything in the torsion field. So in order to completely interact with the torsion field, 
to completely interact with free energy, you have to let go. Let go of yourself, let go of everybody else, and expand into seeing what we all are together. Because that's when you get to the magnitude of things. Me separately, eh. But with my brothers and sisters, oh my. What he just talked about is the same thing Brother Panic was talking about, about Trayvon Martin. When he first started the video, he mentioned being in a hoodie and wearing Skittles. What if they kill another one? Like, and then you do this, so you do that. We're right. But it's not about being right or wrong. It's not about good or bad. It's about participation. So what Seven Bomar and Brother Panic have just stated in different ways is the idea of letting go in order to grasp the bigger picture. Letting go of the pendulum in order to grasp the whole. If you're afraid of that pendulum swinging and cutting you, you let go of it and you go into the hole. And once you're in the hole, the pendulum can't cut you. <laughs> and it's getting there. Like you could see it, it's gone and coming back. You can see it. It's so many things that you can already visualize that we're going to do with this power and this creation because we chose to come together. We chose that there was nothing that should separate us. And that's what makes this message, this mission, this giving, this honoring, that's what makes it so powerful because it can go anywhere. We're going to work. We're going to fund. And we're going to bring both of those into balance. And we're going to bring this to the world in all languages. So now we see that we need a focal point. So sometimes, you know, when people ask me questions in the beginning, it's my first time meeting them and then they're pouring off with it and I'm now dialing it in, my computer is running and I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. The first thing that steps in front now since 2017 is that word sovereignty. Yeah? Sovereignty. And it's because... Wow, when you achieve sovereignty spiritually, you feel the onset. It's coming your way of what's going to happen physically when you're released from all of the confines and all of the governances. Okay? Now, this is what I want to say about governances. Remember that there's an order here, a process of our growth. It's just like you wouldn't throw your two-year-old into one of those new Tesla cars to drive off by itself. It's like, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> so these are vehicles that move at different levels of power. And to be able to master that vehicle, you must be put through that lesson. You must be brought into that university. And that's where we are. So now we're about to see if these wings that we have are going to fly us into sovereignty. And in this case, when I say us, because many of us have been flying into sovereignty and flying back out, 
when I say us, I'm talking about the entire world. Now, some may say, well, that that's, I don't know about that. But I do. Because I see clearly. And this is something, you know, our brother, you know, Martin Kinney, he mentioned, you know, it'd be just like, like 2020 vision. <laughs> I said, yeah, because, you know, when I was younger, I used to, my eyes were, over, what they say was over perfect. I could read the bottom lines of the eye chart. And they were like, yeah, you've got 2020 vision. He can see. And I used to think that was like my superpower, even though I, I thought I didn't see through anything. But in this case, this 2020 has been the time that has been given to me and many others. Brother Sanchez, Santos, like I could go on and on and on about how many brothers and sisters are getting this transmission about 2020, is it? As far as you being on to your next stage, you will manifest your own future from here. This is the singularity point. Instant manifestation, instant regeneration will be available to the masses. Why? We're already talking about it now. Everybody will have to talk about it. If you're even maintaining a channel on YouTube, you will have to say something about the revelations of the torsion energy and free energy and the power of connection. <laughs> and so that's how it begins. It spreads and it doesn't stop because it also connects with the field that is around us. A field that is ready to take us to the next stage because it has been birthing us. I'm talking about that torsion field. So let's see clear exactly how much we've gone through to get to this point. <laughs> it's almost like, let yourself go already. Be free. <laughs> you know, I could see the previous challenges of wanting to make sure you don't take off too fast. So holding yourself down with gaps in your power called division. But once the clear facts are in front of us, we see a legacy. A legacy, an entire evolutionary honor of higher intelligence, greatness, uniqueness, without end. And now we're taking our rightful place. And when I say taking, it's because, you know, some of us have to adapt the mindset of realizing that going up the coil takes an effort and you want that but you will make that effort we will all earn what we receive we are ready and that's what all this training has been about for what is going to happen and is happening right now what is coming to us so I remember when I first came out as I always call it, came out of the portal. <laughs> I just kept asking myself, I was uh, riding around all day, man, where's my ship? <laughs> I'm glad I was by myself. <laughs> but I just kept saying, like, it just be logical that I had a ship. And this was when I was running more of a monologue with myself, you know, after merging completely with the higher self. Man, where's my ship? I had to leave my ship. And I kept thinking, you know, like the movies, I'd walk into a mountain or something and it opened up and I see my craft there and a crystal from my father and <laughs> however when I made that total contact of being piped into something that you could ask anything and it just gives an answer just said you're sitting in it <laughs> did you think 
that you would ever leave it somewhere. You're actually inside of your ship, but it's crash landed. You need to repair it. I think they spent a decade on repairs. Moving throughout time, all of us, in and out of dream worlds, fixing the ship. <laughs> Collecting other brothers and sisters, because that is the ship. All the parts and the pieces, the organ, the tones and the vibrations, the baritones, the saxophones. Bringing them all in. To this present it's interesting just how the whole thing unfolds about how we emerge as the truth something that is real something that is tangible something that brings forth the principles that we've learned and know are tried and true and take this forefront so that humanity has an opportunity to see another stage of their existence, to not have an entire lifetime of wars and fighting and selfishness and greed, but to actually remember that that ring closed with the highest level of honor as we went on and went beyond together. That enjoyment that we all share when we're together. But imagine our, our Indian brothers and Hindu brothers and sisters, our Chinese brothers and sisters, African brothers and sisters, all removing those titles, those chains of words, and coming into the realization of their massive connection because we decided to make it happen. That's what mindful is. This is what we're talking about here. We're not talking about a slogan or a brand. We're talking about an embodiment, a vessel, a craft that is concerned, truly mindful about every single thing that is happening and knows their way around all arts. And this is what we're presenting. This is something that we already even have internally. And externally, it's growing. The videos that you saw, for those that are new looking at this, the videos that you saw before this, this is the beginning of what we created already. And we perfected it. And everyone there and more went through the process of liking and then disliking, and then liking, and then disliking, and then balancing. Like we all tried ourselves through this kiln. And now we are bringing forth all of those who have developed their uniqueness to create amazing things for the world. When we first developed ambassador training, the main embodiment of ambassador training was sovereignty. And after that, we agreed that instead of making it difficult on anyone, that we would actually carry the heavy burden. Those who had the skill of whatever we were trying to lift would carry the heavy burden. So if someone needed to know marketing, well, we had the best marketing guys. You know, we had Julian Lee right there. 
if someone was needing anything, even in relation to the holistic levels of their growth, we were there meeting them with someone or someone was there meeting them with their uniqueness and talent and ready to take them through that process and that called traction because it's coming from the highest aspects of who we are. This is also as a tribe what we took the most joy in and that was awakening the uniqueness within each other. You can imagine if every single person that comes out of the womb, that comes out of our mother that she's already cultivated has a uniqueness that is to be unlocked. This means we should be waiting there to unlock that treasure and allow it to flow into all of our creations. As that also unique creation comes to love and enjoy its connection with us. This is the greatest beauty. This is the what you could do all day, every day, without tiring. Just unlocking uniqueness like our ancestors. And so, in the same vein of our ancestors, we come into a time that looks futuristic, but has some ancient ways. And this is where we are now. And the same developments that have always been before us are here again. To take what we have, not to wish for something a thousand years in the future, or 20,000 years in the past, but taking what we have right now and merging that with who we know we are and then letting that just be a glove that fits things perfectly, that everyone can put on. Something that would take the highest levels of intellect, such as the metaphysics that we've gained the knowledge of spending their time in the syncretism and bringing this so that way just didn't enough hear that how our apps are designed but we are We're around 48 minutes in. This is I'm just trying to get to where he talks about what they're actually doing. But the beginning stuff is important and shit. I don't know. It was very long. We listened to a lot of it. To really, really see who you are and to be the best you can be. Great. Great. Finally, somebody rang the bell. Unlocking uniqueness. Because when we do that, it moves us all to action. And so we're going to get into action. And now sometimes when you say action, people immediately see themselves running somewhere. Okay, I'm gone. I'm gone into action. Actually, no. You're going to go within. You're going to realize what we've all learned. Those that are masters on the path is that in order to get any kind of solution because of the direction it is, because you even are saying you have a problem, <laughs> then you have to go inside for that because that's the right direction. So this involution creates a solution 
So these involutional technologies, if you may, are designed to bring people together and then bring them inside, not to throw them outside on and then into some digital device, some screen, and then stay there for long amounts of times just in wasting time. This is about taking time also as an asset, as an energy and as a current and utilizing it for its highest value in order to assist those that are on the planetary system with more solutions for what they may be experiencing. How can we do something like that? How can we do something like that? That's the big question. It's 2018. It's about to be 2019. And when you see where the world is, you can't just say, well, you know, I think we should do it like this. You know, we've all had those ideas. I think we should do it like this. I think we should do it like this. <laughs> and I've even, you know, I put a lot of stuff into play and just saw, okay, well, that, that worked kind of. Uh, maybe we should do it like this. And then many others have done the same thing. Now I've learned to assess everything before I make moves and decisions. Just avoid wasting time. Just to avoid building something up that you have to tear down again. And this is, again, the launch pad of what we're bringing. The mindful app. Mindful ideology. Mindful bot. Mindful kids. So I'm going to take you through a brief overview of exactly what these applications do, a little bit about how they're deployed, and in short, an ecosystem, a city, how that's created. How we take these technologies that have still been uniting us and connecting us with so many things and turn them into something that will actionize our metaphysical endeavors in a quantum way to bring quantum solutions. It's going to take a brief moment. Get a sip of water. I'm just going to unfold this for you so you can see how much love we're bringing into our intelligence. Now, the mindful app, now let's talk just a little bit about conception points here, you know, before we get too far ahead and, you know, some may get lost a little bit in, in why something like this would be necessary. And it's just that, so when I, when I jumped into this, I have a slightly technical background. And what I mean by that is that, you know, the computer world 
and programming and apps and development and coding is an entire sector by itself. So I could have a technology background, but I may not have a technological background in coding. But I totally get technology. And I also get what happened wrong with technology. Peter Thiel had one statement that he made, and this, of course, is the developer of PayPal, you know, Elon Musk guy, friend that uh, you don't hear too much about, the one who's developed the most massive artificial intelligence mainframe on the planet. He made one statement that really stuck with me when I was just trying to see, well, what's this guy about? How is he ticking? Why is it developed? Why is he developing these things? And he said, see, the United States and the Western world they went in the wrong direction. They went in the way of the bit. While in the Eastern countries and countries like China, they went the way of the atom. So we are peaked in, in our own consciousness and our own awareness to know it's next year that we need that. That is the time that we have to gear up and get unified and what some say, boss up and actually get to our deployment of our systems and our communities and what we're doing for our children, our education and all of that. And why people have been snoring or some have been saying, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. What we've done has been. And because I made myself available, I was answering all the time. Well, it's this, 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 this. Up until a point where it accumulated approximately 9,000 questions doubts and then you see it happen you see all the doubts and then you see it happen so you got to get familiar with that and all of us have been through past history you've seen when people have been doubting things and then it happened so one of the things about what we're doing as i said earlier this was something that we were going to present next year but it really really said cosmos mother every single level ancestors Everything said, no, this has got to go in so that we all go in. Those that are of us that are connected into this space right now, those of us that are synchronized into this cosmos, it's got to go now. So that way, when we go in and we cross over into this 2019, which is significant for everyone else, because they call that a new year, even though we were stepping in on the 21st. That's when we started. And we will follow up of with all of our developments in the, the massive, let's say the keynote 2020 on December the 21st to look at our projections, and how much further we went because we kept co-creating. So I just want to say wholeness and balance vibrations to everyone. As we are accustomed to, I played way too much of that video upwards of 25 to 30 minutes of it. Main point being they're coming out with an app and a whole structure of technologies called Mindful. Mindful app, Mindful something, Mindful bot, and Mindful something else. Oh, kids. And all of these apps are going to be centered around consciousness and kind of like, like a legitimate social network for consciousness. 
like a social network for consciousness, but also a place that you can point people to and a place that people who would do the pointing can feel comfortable and a place that you can connect with other people and shit. It's gonna be really fucking cool. Look that up, Seven Bomar, Secret Energy, Mindful. Let's see what the name of that video was again. Just exit out. Actually, it's in the tweets. It's called Mindfulness. That's when we started. And we will follow up of with... Mindfulness, Secret Energy 2019 Keynote. And... And uh, that's really fucking cool. I mean, that's I guess that's it. It's a cool fucking thing. Oh wait, no, I was talking about something earlier. There was something. It's not that I've lost it, it's just that I can't remember there being some cumulative point. There might have been tangents that are answered by there being an app, a mindful app. And then I like that it's called mindful because it's like being mindful of your consciousness. He goes a lot of detail, he goes into a lot of detail further on in that video about each section of the this, the thing itself and like a bunch of stuff. So let's see, Alistair Crowley told the deck, what did you think about those tweets? We flip an inward oppression. Number 10 of wands, oppression. Pretty cool, because we flipped it before this, right? I don't feel like doing spiritual warfare, but I do feel like ending the podcast. So, we're not going to do spiritual warfare. And you guys can catch me. You can catch me bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. That vibrate is just classic now. Um. This has been you tweeted, you meaned it. 
I'm your host, Lord Byron. I'm your host, Lord Byron, Byron Broussard, also known as Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram and Snapchat. I'm not just me.com is the website. This is when you tweeted you mean did episode 98 dollop. You can't end like that.